the people that recognize that I don't just want to be someone that checks things off a box. Those are the people that I kind of call in to like, look a little bit bigger. Network marketing has a place and has a chapter in your life, but you aren't stuck here. You're not pigeonholed here. Hey, babe, welcome to the Sales and Social Podcast. I'm so freaking excited that you are here with me today. Are you ready to simplify your sales and learn to sell in a way that feels good, but also brings you in more consistent cash? If you find yourself feeling like you're doing all the things on social media, but it's not converting, you feel like you have inconsistent cash months, but you desire more reoccurring revenue, and you just want to sell in a way that feels good without feeling salesy and also have a lot of fun on your journey to entrepreneurship, you are in the right place. Hey, I'm Jillian. I'm your sales queen and your soon-to-be podcast BFF. 22 years in the corporate sales space, losing my job during the pandemic, having no freaking idea what I was going to do, but knowing that I had a God-given talent for sales, I quickly shifted to the online space, where I have not only been able to grow my own personal business from zero to 500K in just 18 months with nothing more than a Zoom link, a paper planner, and a whiteboard, I've helped hundreds and hundreds of others scale their businesses and explode their sales. So grab your beverage of choice, a pen and a paper if you're anything like me, and let's dive into today's juicy episode. What's up, babes? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm really excited today because I have my friend Kayla on, who we literally met on Instagram, I think like a year ago, and I was like low-key obsessed. And now I'm like full-key obsessed, and I have her on the podcast. And we are going to riff today on so many great topics, obviously around sales. But we're going to go deeper today on like social selling, network marketing, all the things. So Kayla, tell my audience who you are and what you do. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. So I've been in business and marketing professionally for about 17 years. I started as a teenager freelancing for Disney stars and got into network marketing when I was 20 back in 2011. So I was in the health and fitness network marketing space. I lost a lot of weight and I learned a lot about honestly business in the online space because it was a little bit different back in the day. When I started, the main social media was MySpace. And so no one really marketed back then, but it was very interesting how the skills translated really well into network marketing. I saw a lot of success primarily through retail commissions. Mm -hmm. And then of course, when I was graduating college, I wanted to go in the route of what I expected, you know, use my degree, even though now Same. I know can use it yeah. in this, you know, I wanted to, you know, be an adult and do like the family thing and all this stuff and be who I was expected to be like as a provider. So instead of going by way of how I could actually make decent money, I decided to get a, you know, three different jobs, a full-time job, a bunch of part-time jobs, delivering groceries and this and that hustle, hustle, but still living paycheck to paycheck. And then my world kind of crashed when my daughter, who was three at the time, was in the hospital from unknown cause bone marrow failure. Little did we know at the time that we would be kind of in a 14 plus month journey wow. in a fight against the clock to save her life. And as I'm sitting in the hospital, right, like, what am I going to do? How am I going to make money? Because the community rallies around you and yeah, really yeah. helps, you know, keep your lights on and at your place that you're not living because you're, yeah. yeah. you're in the hospital. But, but I knew I was like, I got to figure something out because I don't know what conditions she's going to come home in. There were times that I didn't know if she was coming home at all. And we had, we have another child. And so there was a lot of really heavy things going on. And so I leaned into social media to share our story as a way to cope. And of course, naturally, a lot of my skills that I had used years prior that I kind of put to bed thinking I had to be the traditional wife and mother and, but you know, the, the, the drive, it, it doesn't just disappear. I'm always a problem solver. I'm always, I'm always trying to figure something out. And so 
when I was sitting there, I was like, I could jump fully back into my network marketing business because I had pulled away because yeah. it's an industry that's always changing and it it didn't really can always go back to it. Even that's how I am in yeah. my network marketing. I'm like, oh, just exactly. I'll come back to it when coaching slower or like I have a little bit of extra time. Like, you know, it's always there. And we're going to talk about that later too, but totally. Yeah. And, and, it, I, and I thought about doing that, but then people started reaching out to me and asking me to help them with Instagram, which was a platform that I was self-taught. Obviously my background was from MySpace and things, but the skills really translated because business is business, no matter what the industry is. And when you are creative and you're able to adapt into a certain area. So I took my skills that I have developed for years with my experience with network marketing. And it just naturally kind of evolved. And I created my brand and trademark, which is the Stop the Hey Girl. I got a start in the space by helping people get away from cold messaging Mm -hmm. in a form of social media marketing and sales. And then it has evolved. And now I predominantly help network marketers diversify their income by creating their own offer that can complement their network marketing business. So that way their income is not dependent Mm -hmm. on just the work of other people. And so here we are. Yeah. So good. And I, and I, and the thing that you said about your daughter, you know, I, I love that you shared that story because one thing that I think is so important, especially with like multiple streams of income, I talk about this all the time. I don't think it's always a matter of if something happens, it really is a matter of when something happens in our life, right? We're all going to have things that come up. Maybe it's not a sick child. Maybe it's not death of a spouse. Maybe it's not a health condition, but there's always going to be something that I truly believe is going to come up that is going to be like an oh shit moment. And that is why you should have something in your back pocket that is still running and generating some kind of revenue so that you can't work. Like I have a chronic health condition. So part of the reason why I always have a little bit of network marketing in my life is because if I wanted to shut down my coaching for a couple of months, which I have never had to do, I know that I always have this other stream of income that's going to, like you said, keep my lights on, keep my mortgage paid, you know, my apartment, my car, all of those things. So I think that it is so important that people do diversify their income streams. I mean, do you agree with that? Oh, 100%. I mean, putting all of your eggs in one basket, even just with your nine to five, Mm -hmm. you never know what can happen. I mean, most of us live probably in an at-will state. So your job could be gone tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, you guys know my story. I was in corporate sales for 24 years. I mean, I was a poster child in my corporate job. I never, ever thought I would lose my corporate job. I went into the office on Monday, had a great meeting with my VP, walked in on Wednesday. I managed 217 salespeople. I went to HR on Wednesday and they were like, hey, we got to let a couple of people go. And I was like, who am I firing today? Because that was part of my position. And they were like, no, it's actually you. We're cutting from the top down, the top 10% of our salespeople. We have to get rid of them because they're literally costing us too much money. And I literally walked out of a 24 and a half year career that I thought in 10 to 15 years I would be retiring from. So again, it's like, you never know what is going to happen. The other thing that you said too, which I loved is like, when you have a skill, you can take that skill and use it anywhere. So like you had a marketing skill, I had a sales skill. So yes, you could do it on MySpace, but you could also do it on Instagram, just Mm -hmm. like I could do it on corporate or I could also do it here. So I love that. We have a ton of people that listen to this podcast that obviously are in the business space. We have a lot of network marketers. We have a lot of social sellers. Why do you believe in the network marketing space so much? I think that, yeah, I think that network marketing when represented properly is such an invaluable tool because I like to look at network marketing as kind of like a stepping stone that launches you into an arena that you're meant to go. I strongly believe that a very small percentage of people are meant to get into network marketing and just 
stay there in terms of like their business space. Very small percentage of people. Mm -hmm. Most people, it is meant to direct you maybe into more creative roles. Maybe it's writing, maybe it's speaking. I mean, we could go in, you know, 30 different directions, Mm -hmm. but it truly is a launch pad that teaches you valuable skills about business, about people, about facing challenges and obstacles and arenas where you truly don't have control, but you get to be adaptable. Mm-hmm. What I really don't agree with, I'd yeah, love to hear your thoughts on this. Please, yeah. I hate the, you know, millionaire, retire your spouse, all this stuff, no. passive income, because most companies are changing compensation plans to where all you cannot sit back and collect a check anymore. So that's not passive income. It's active, which I'm not against active income, right. but don't call it passive income. Yeah, it's not. You still got to work. Like if yeah. I want to go sell my supplements, I work with a network marketing company right now. If I want to go sell my supplements, I have to go actively post. I have to actively go prospect. I have to actively send people the link. I have to actively send people to my website. Like that's a lot of active work to sell products. Yeah. It's not just it's not just sitting in space and people are just like downloading and buying things every day. Exactly. And it's just the whole retire your spouse, all this stuff. It is truly setting people up for disappointment. I mean, what we see in the space right now is a lot of leaders have their spouse that they retired going back to work and they're working overtime to keep it a secret. And mm-hmm. then it just creates this like this terrible culture that it doesn't need to be if we just represented what this opportunity can truly bring accurately. Because then what we see on the flip side, some of the other people I see in this space is their response to like realizing like, oh man, okay, maybe we can't make millionaires in this space anymore. So how about we get everyone to just lower their dreams Mm -hmm. to match what's possible within network marketing? I also hate the narrative of like some coaches or mentors or whatever you want to call them saying, well, just work to pay for your supplements, pay for your product. product. Okay. But then you're selling me a program that's $500 a year, a membership or whatever, but then telling me to be happy, just getting my product paid for AKA breaking even. Right. So I I don't like that. I don't think we need to lower our dreams, but we need to be realistic of, okay, if I want to make a hundred thousand dollars this year, if network marketing brings in, let's say 20 of that realistically, Mm -hmm. what can we do for that other 80? And that is that's where I come in. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. And I think the other thing too, before we get into like what you you come into, because I really want to talk about that. I think the other thing that, especially in my world, because I obviously help people sell, is a lot of people come from network marketing. So mm-hmm. they have always been told to like, don't talk about the product, cover up the bottle, all those things, right? So they're almost like afraid to like be unapologetic about what it is that they're selling. So then when they do come into like a coaching thing or they're trying to sell their own personal brand or they're trying to write their book, they still have this like mentality of like, I've only learned to sell through network marketing, which means like I have to like cover up what I'm selling and I can't be like bold about it. So then now there's like this fear around like what it is that they're selling. And I also think like the network marketing space gives such a bad rap to selling because it's like, yes. if I'm going to drink Arbon, I'm going to be like, you guys, this is Arbon and it's amazing. And I love how it tastes. And like, you should drink it too. I don't need to like try to like cover up the bottle and be all secretive, like just own what it is. And I also think, and again, it's totally your opinion too. I also think like, if you're a network marketer, like say you're a network marketer, don't try to be like a gut health specialist because you're selling a drink that's helping you with your gut, like just say like, I'm selling gut health products and like, I'm a social seller or I'm a network marketer. Yeah. I mean, I can definitely see like, let's say, you know, you want to be a gut health specialist and you're taking the steps to become very versed in that. And if you want to really stay in that arena, I think that that's cool. But where I more so see the issue is 
you know, there's a new product launch and then you go from being a gut health expert and now you're a weightlifting expert and now you're this. So switching yeah. what you want to do based on every single new product that comes out every single time, yeah. that's breaking trust. It makes you look like a goon. But yeah. I think also there's a difference between just being open about the product and then holding it up on stories like, look at this, isn't it cute? And it's like, I think people think that it has to be all that or nothing. And I think you're right. There is like a nice balance where you're not intentionally being secretive, but you're also not doing a late night infomercial like (laughs) product ad. And I think there's a way that everyone can kind of find their groove into, again, talking about their products. And of course, you got the product side. And then of course, you have the business opportunity that needs to be represented properly. So even in this coaching space, there's still so much like hey girl messages going on. Why are people still like, so, it's literally the worst. Why is this still a thing in 2024 almost? I'll tell you exactly why. I know exactly why. I just got one this morning. And I'm, and I'm polite to people. Like I'm not, I'm not nasty, yeah. but I'm like, I wanna, like, help help like, let me help oh, you. I sent a message to someone yeah. back. I sent a voice message so she, so she could hear that I wasn't being snarky. I'm like, you know, not to knock you. I've been in this space a long time. And, you know, I know you probably don't want to be doing this. Like, I'm happy to help. And she mm-hmm. was just like, congrats, like, which mm-hmm. was kind of a weird response, but I'm like, <laughs> okay. But it, the reason why is that network marketers, a lot of them are conditioned to just follow a checklist. Mm-hmm. So their their heart's not even in it. They're not excited. They're literally just going through the motions to check off the box. And the people that thrive in that environment, a lot of them just truly are not entrepreneurial minded people. And I don't mean that like in a nasty way, like sure. not everyone's meant to be an entrepreneur, no. but the people that recognize that I don't just want to be someone that checks things off a box. Those are the people that I kind of call in to like, look a little bit bigger. Network marketing has a place and has a chapter in your life, but you aren't stuck here. You're not pigeonholed here. Yeah. I love that. So where does Kayla come in? So they're in network marketing, they're in social selling, maybe they're making some money. They know that they have an idea for something bigger. They find you. Yeah. Where do you? Yeah. Honestly, most people in network marketing right now, especially in the current climate, even seeing how a lot of these companies are looking a little bit dicey, they yeah. are terrified because they don't see that they have something that people will pay for when it's so funny because I have never, and I've said this and it's still hundred percent true. I have never come across someone that I could not pull out a profitable idea from that if they dove into, because when people are like, people are watching me, they're engaging. I'm so inspiring, but they're not buying. The reason they're not buying is you don't have something available right now that they want, but if you did, they want to buy it. And Mm -hmm. so it really is that simple, not to like oversimplify, but it really is. And so for the most part, Another thing that people are so afraid of is they have this belief that if they have their own offer or create a thing, you know, I don't want to jump the gun and say, start another business. Let's start smaller. But if they create a thing, they think they have to like lose their network marketing business. And that's a big fear too. I don't want to lose my friends or lose the community or, you know, it's the sunk cost fallacy. I put so much into it. I don't want to lose it. And my philosophy is it's not, or it gets to be both. It's and, and it's about how can you create something? The best way to start is to create something that complements your network marketing business. So that way you can pick money up off the table while you're also starting to explore this new arena in a way where there's really not as much risk. Because you're mm-hmm. not going off into left field. You're starting with something that's a little bit adjacent because people want to work with you. They want to pay you. They just don't want your shake. They don't yeah. need a workout subscription, but yeah. they want 
something that you bring to the table for them. And I also believe that you shouldn't have to give all of your goods for free just because they bought a subscription once a year. Mm-hmm. So the person I, I have, I, I have a couple network marketers I'm thinking of right now that are literally in my programs right now. So one, for an example, like she sells shampoo. So she's listening to this podcast right now. And she's like, okay, I have a lot of people that watch my stories. No one's really buying the shampoo. I'm listening to this podcast right now. Kayla was like, well, go create something different. What would be like an idea that she could even create? Absolutely. So when I think of like shampoo and I think, why do people care about their their hair? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, my hair for myself, but they want other people to tell them that they have good hair. What yeah. could be a reason for that? Maybe you are someone who also really helps people in the arena. Like I'm just going to pull out an example because it yeah. really is person to person in an arena of self-confidence so they can uh-huh. get promoted in their career. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they want it, they want to feel really good in their hair because they want to feel really feminine and, and improve their relationship with their spouse. Yeah. And so maybe they just got divorced or something with, like that. Com- yeah, they're back out in the dating world, communication to be in better things with their spouse. So there's so many things. And honestly, like that's what I like to think I'm really good at is mm-hmm. pulling out an idea that's not only a perfect fit for you and your skills, but also has a market fit. Cause that's the point. Like you can't just come out. I have a mindset course. Where is that fitting in the market? Right. No one wants that. We need to find an arena that mm-hmm. is either not served at all or grossly mm-hmm. underserved. Like I like that's how I came out in the network marketing space with the Stop the Hey Girl message. No one was speaking out against it. I was the first one that did. I received so much pushback, but I saw a need. And that's mm-hmm. where I was consistent, consistent. People told me it was stupid, stupid, stupid. And then all of a sudden, psh, people mm-hmm. were so fed up with the messages not working that they were open to doing something different. And so that's the big thing. It's got to be something that's unique to you. It's a good fit to you. You're excited to talk about it and it has a market fit. Mm -hmm. So that way people want it, they can see it and you're not fighting against so much competition. Yeah, I love that you said that because I actually, obviously I'm in the network marketing space, but I actually really, and I want your opinion on this too, like I promote my network marketing business really heavily on my Facebook page. That's where I grow my face. That's where I grow my network marketing business, where I talk about like the supplements and the gut health and energy and all those things. Because exactly what you just said, I'm so heavily in my Instagram on sales, messaging, marketing, pricing, and offers that when I'm on my Instagram stories and all of a sudden I'm talking about gut health, or I'm talking about sleep. It doesn't, I mean, I could say like, oh, you get better sleep as an entrepreneur. I mean, I could like weave in some story, but it's not like necessarily like aligned so then I think like it like muddies the water. So just like you said, like if you're selling shampoo, it sh- whatever you're creating should go together. Because a lot of people ask me like, they're like, why don't you talk about your network marketing business on your Instagram? And I personally don't because I feel like it's two different of things. And I don't want to confuse my audience of like, does she sell supplements? Does she uh, a business yeah. coach? What is she? And I think that it can get to a point where if you can separate things and really allow them to stand on their own, I think that's kind of like a level... 201, whereas Mm -hmm. we're kind of talking like level 101, because my biggest thing too is this is really scary and a lot of people want it and they don't act. And I think it's because we're trying to run before we can walk. Mm -hmm. And so this is such a great way to start the process and you see an immediate win because I tell this to people, I'm like, if you put your all into this, you're going to realize there's people that have been in your audience that are so excited to buy from you. You're going to be like, why does this feel so easy? And it's like, well, it wasn't. You just spent the past five years doing the legwork to build trust with this person. They were literally just waiting for you to sell something that they actually want to buy. And mm-hmm. then they're going to pay the price, which is so huge too. Because as network marketers, we're so accustomed to fighting to sell something that's a hundred bucks to get yeah. you know a $20 commission that it almost like feels like 
robbery when someone's excited to pay you 500 bucks. I'm like, I'm dead serious. They want to. And that $500 is now yours. You're not giving it to somebody else. Yeah. I mean, that's that's like with digital products. It's like, why would I, you know, again, go back to network marketing. Why would I hustle a $20 bottle of supplements to make $40 when I can put up a digital product on like how to build a hot audience and all $44 goes to me. And it's an aligned audience versus trying to sell something else to a different audience and make a third of the price. Exactly. And and that's the power because something else too, and a lot of my clients have seen this, is if they're struggling to sell their network marketing products, when they're very passionately showing up for what they created, a lot of people will also buy that stuff in addition to. Or people will reach out to you because of how you're showing up and say, by the way, do you sell that shake? Mm-hmm. And it's a really great byproduct because right now in network marketing, no matter how much you love it, no matter how great the community is, if you're struggling and you're coming from a place of scarcity and you're like, I really need to make money and I'm not really having fun with this anymore because I'm just checking off boxes, people aren't going to buy, even if it's a great product line. And what people are trying to do in this space and I disagree with is like personal development this away. This mm-hmm. isn't a personal development issue. This is the mm-hmm. fact that you're an entrepreneurial minded person that realizes that you can bring more to the table subconsciously. You know, you've got money sitting on the table that's rightfully yours. You just don't know how to claim it. And that's what I love helping people do is realize that you have all this stuff inside of you that people are so excited to pay for. We mm-hmm. just need to package it and deliver it to them. Mm-hmm. So the people that are listening to this podcast right now, network marketers, social sellers, they're listening to this podcast. They're like, I need this. I'm obsessed. How do people come into your world? Yeah, absolutely. A lot of what I do starting out with people, honestly, is through like an intensive mm-hmm. where we literally, like, what do you want to do? Okay, I want to create an offer that I can sell, you know, the second week of January. Boom, we sit down for an hour. Let's go ahead and hash it out. Mm-hmm. Because that is, again, I'm an ideas person. I, I'm a projector human design. I oh, see yeah. things that other people don't. I'm surprised and you're so- a projector for being in network marketing. Isn't that more of like the, the invite has to come to you? Yeah, Mm-hmm. So I've, I've been getting better at like asking permission, like, yeah. can I tell you my idea rather than yeah. just like dumping it on you? But maybe that's why I'm not meant to be in network marketing yeah. that way. You know, never know. But we literally can hash out. I just had one yesterday, mapped out an entire paid masterclass, outline and marketing plan. We do a lot in an hour. Mm-hmm. And then you walk away with a plan to go ahead and start implementing. A lot of what I do is individualized because... Mm-hmm. Again, in network marketing, we're so used to cookie cutter and we're all selling the same thing. Like you have something unique to you and people just get so excited about business again and they're excited about selling, mm-hmm. which as you know, when you're excited, it certainly makes the process a lot easier. Yeah, because I always say like, you can't fake it for the gram. You can't fake it for the boomerang. Like if you're not energetically excited about your products or you're in scarcity mindset or you're like, I gotta, I gotta sell the shampoo to make my mortgage payment or my car payment. Like even though you don't think your audience can feel it, they can feel it. So the energetic feel that you are in when you're selling is such a big thing. And I love that you do the one-on-one work too, because that's a huge part of my business is the one-on-one. And it is because I think so often people are in the same program, cookie cutter, cookie cutter, cookie cutter, and they're not getting that individual support. So I am such a big component of one-on-one work too. It's like where my heart and soul lives. Yeah. The ROI is insane there. It's insane. Mm -hmm. Like it absolutely blows my mind. Like we can map out literally in an hour, something that you can turn around in the next 90 days and create five figures from like without needing to jump through all these insane hoops because it's already inside of you. And that is something that I think network marketers need to give themselves credit for because we've seen this in the space. There's people that come in that don't have network marketing background that are truly starting from like, I'd like to say like negative two. You're starting at like 
a net positive too. So you have such a great launch pad that many don't have. Mm-hmm. And they're out there kicking ass. What's your reason? You have it. You have a competitive edge. Mm-hmm. Utilize it. But I know it. You know, it's it's the fear. It's the how. It's, it's I need someone in my corner who gets it. But also, this is something I'm very passionate about. Just because someone else has done it doesn't mean they're equipped to help someone else do it. And that's my big thing. Like I've been doing this for four years. I have a track record of helping people create everything from coaching businesses, agencies, like people who make more money than I do, which I think is really freaking cool. Same, so, same thing. Yeah. I actually, thing. I actually yeah. talk about this a lot on the podcast. Like I have a ton of clients that make more money than me. And like, that's such a great like testament, I think to the work that you and I do. And it's also so great. And I love so much that you said, just because you've done it doesn't mean that you are meant to coach and help other people. And, and that's why I'm very particular about who I bring on the show and who I massively edify, because as you guys heard her say in the very beginning, like she has over a decade of experience in the marketing space. She has experience in the network marketing space. She's experienced in the social seller space. And now she's helped, you know, probably close to hundreds and hundreds of people do this. And that is why when I turn people over to my community, I know they are going to the best of the best. And I literally want to be like, you're in good hands. Go see Kayla. This is what she can do versus like the person who just did it for themselves. And now all of a sudden they're a coach or a mentor. And I know you're probably not going to get the same ROI. So I love that you Mm -hmm. said that because I'm very passionate about that. Oh yeah, it's huge. And 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 choosing a mentor is a is a really it's a deeply personal thing. And you see people that made money quick come out of here. Now I'm gonna help you do it. I'm like, listen, we gotta yeah. earn our stripes, ladies. Like you can't just jump right into that just because you've done it, right? Just like just because you've lost weight with a gut health program does not mean you're now a gut health expert. So yeah. it's all about how can we truly maintain integrity in this space, yeah. but just, you might not be a gut health expert right now, but you do have something that we can put that stamp on. And it's important that we lean into that. Cause if you feel called to help people that way, you can be properly compensated for it. Yeah. And, I, and one of the things too, you just said on that, that I talk a lot about this even on the podcast is, you know, I've been in the network marketing space and I built a decent, I would say a decent business but I have never built a strong team in network marketing because I believe that building a team is like its own animal. So just because I built a decent team, I would never tell somebody that like I could help them build a network marketing business. I would never tell someone like, hey, I can help you grow to the top diamond, platinum, ruby, whatever, because I haven't done it. So I think, again, like also staying in that integrity of like what you're good at in your own lane is so powerful because then your clients are going to get such better results. 100%. Yeah, I love it. Kayla, where can people find you at if they want to work with you? They want to binge the podcast, all the things. Yes. Um, the best place to find me, honestly, is on Instagram at Kayla Ibanez. I'm there every day sharing the goods. I got some nice broadcast channels delivering some really great content. Awesome. You guys go over, follow her. We'll put all her information in the show notes. Take a pic of this uh, podcast, share it out. Make sure you guys edify her on the show. And Kayla, thank you so much for being here today, my friend. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me, Jillian. Of course. Thank you so much for tuning into the Sales and Social Podcast. If today's episode has you fired up and you loved it, could you do me a huge favor and leave a review over on Apple Podcasts or take a screenshot and share it on social media and don't forget to tag your business bestie. And while you're there, connect with me on the gram at the Jillian Murphy. I'm on a mission to change the mindset of sales. I want people to love sales because the reality is sales is the foundation of everything you do. It's how your business generates revenue consistently. So show up and be unapologetic about selling because once you fall in love with selling, babe, sky's the limit. So I'll catch you on the next episode, but until then, feel free to slide into my DMs because I cannot wait to get to know you better.